God, the priest of the Israelites. I was I was reading up I was reading this up and down today. Oh yeah, and then yeah. I want to take that lather and I want you guys to rub it all over your body. Okay, <laughs> get it nice in the cracks, and just sort of recognize that inside of each of those little, little bubbles, all those little delicious suds that are gonna wipe you clean, make you holy. Inside each one of those is wisdom. You know, I actually like this <laughs> metaphor um, because it really highlights how our bodies are disgusting and grotesque people be gross and yeah welcome to smite me everyone we're all clean we're lathered up we're lubed up it's uh it's the torah podcast where we we just read the bible and we try to figure out if there's anything worthwhile in it or if all of this is sort of just irrelevant or maybe some weird mix in between i'm joined by my co-host josh marcus hi and john alcovist What's up, sickos? And uh, <laughs> actually, Josh, I just read an article that got published today. Maybe, was it today? The one you did about the uh, uh, cob on wood? Oh, yeah. I did that a couple weeks ago, but then I forgot to put it on the internet. <laughs> but yeah. Very interesting story. That's uh, one I've been following for a while. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Not much changes in it. It's mostly just people being like, you need to better yourselves. And then they do. And then they go, well, we should evict you then. Right, it gets at the the good old fashioned, uh, like almost oxymoron of evicting homeless people. Yeah, um, which is oh, it's really, technically not possible. Really fun thing that city officials like to do from like their campsites. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like I mean they've built homes there, but it's sort of like yeah, no, for where, sure. Yeah, it's like That's... where do you expect people to go? Yeah, it's so like it's so it's obviously evil, but it's also just so fucking stupid and absurd. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the world well, of housing. Well, that's you. that's those are the the city the city of Oakland's smiteable deeds today. Do we have any? <laughs> yeah, the city I'm, of Oakland. I'm just segueing right in there. Yeah. Getting loose. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Smite the whole city of Oakland. Uh government. Don't do don't government. They got a, oh, government. Just the sure. government. Yeah. Ain't they got a ain't they got a Jew mayor? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Um Libby Schaff. I have no idea. I just feel like I'm sure there are some settlements in the West Bank who have Jewish mayors too. <laughs> Wait, what is your point? <laughs> just saying you can Jew mayors can do all sorts of things. Wow, okay. Um <laughs> don't say wow, you got us here. <laughs> I yeah, no, I totally did. Um okay, I got uh I can yeah, I'm being smited really hard right now, actually. I really can't find my wallet in a way that is alarming to me. Did you have it earlier today? No, I'm two days out from the moment of losing it. It's really oh, you're remarkably. <laughs> oh yeah, you're because well, I I paid for some food, and oh, then no. it just disappeared. And I was wearing basketball shorts, loose pockets. Oh, no. Um. So, yeah, and I'm about to go fly on a plane soon, so I need everything that's in there, oh, and also no. just I have no way to get money right now. 
So, <laughs> um, I, but anyway, that's that's how going on, and maybe it's because I flew on a plane earlier this month, which used a lot of carbon, and now I'm getting smited. Plus, I feel like God probably wouldn't like planes. Like, we didn't like the Tower of Babel for Babel. being too tall. Tower of Babel? <laughs> um, for being too tall and, like, you know, hubristic, a plane is probably, like, it's, taking it to the next level. It's surprising he doesn't knock more of them down. Just willy-nilly. <laughs> it really is, frankly. I'm not asking for no, it. No, but most planes yeah. get to where they're well, going I, to the point Someone say like, the planes are asking for it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, uh, I'm getting... I'm doing smiteable deeds, and I'm getting smiteable done. That might be our first in-progress smiting. Yeah, yeah I kind of had... Uh, I guess I had one that I had to give an update on, but yeah, we're going to have to... Hopefully by the time this comes out, some kind stranger will have found it somewhere and sent it had it sent to you you know i hope yeah i i hope so too keep uh, an eye out people yeah smite me nation activate <laughs> find josh's wallet operation find josh's wallet um john did you do anything um i guess not really i Oh, so you think you're a little church boy now? Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. I, didn't rea- Mr. I didn't realize we were talking to someone infallible. That Whoa, was, good, that was good cool. boy alert. Better yeah. <laughs> brush my teeth first. I mean, you know, I like drank beer and stayed up too late. Oh, oh uh, my God. Uh, come on. <laughs> I got I got nothing. Wow. That's fine. Uh, I got a small one. I was just excessively rude to my grandparents' neighbors uh, a couple times. And that's fine, you know. Mm. People will live. Just if you live near someone and their grandson is is over and helping them out at the house because they're 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 too advanced in age to do it themselves, just leave him alone. Just don't talk. Were to these him. people also somebody else's grandparents? Were they like old? No, they were like middle aged and like they looked like the kind of people. There's like a look of California like white dad. That's just like paddleboard dads, kind of. Yeah, you know, bald yeah. kind of shorts. The shorts are like Apple a little watch. bit small. Yeah, Apple Watch, a uh-huh. little bit of scruff. Um, and they they tend to kind of be like shitty to people in coffee shops. And when they don't get what they want, they tend to yell a lot because that normally works in their lives. For the record, you're projecting all of this onto a guy who is like, "Howdy, neighbor!" <laughs> <laughs> right? Go fuck yourself. Uh, you know, I will say it seems like the Torah has like you know, don't covet your neighbor's stuff or, like, don't murder people and respect your parents. But being rude to other people so far, like, has not been covered. Yeah, you can be... I guess you can be kind of rude. Yeah, it's like you can be a dickhead. Rude boys welcome. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> in Judaism. Calling all all the rude boys. I, there's a fair amount of stuff that... Uh, the way some of the people are treated in, in what we're about to cover, you could definitely construe as being rude to oh, them. Yeah, I mean, I... Wouldn't... Well, God is often very rude. Also, Abraham, man, just scheming people, poisoning their wells, stealing their stuff. (laughs) How rude. How very rude. How very (laughs) It does not speak well of your upbringing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was it? What were Abraham's parents like? You know, we never really, just a couple of deadbeats. (laughs) That's why he had to go start Judaism. They were just like smoking inside. They didn't have much, but they never let us know it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so we went we went opposite direction. Yeah. That. That's cool. You're you have more faith in uh Mr. and Mrs. Abraham. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Abraham. Mir Mir Abraham. All right. Well, so 
I mean, oh, I guess I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a smiteable necessarily, but I do kind of, I don't know, want to pontificate mm. and talk about the, the Ben and Jerry's thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Current events corner. Now that oh, we're, current, yeah, now we're, that we're week now. to week. Yeah. yeah. This, this week in the world of Judaism. Oh wow. I don't know. I guess the, the <laughs> Ben and Jerry's thing just stuck out to me. Cause on one hand it's like, they're not oh, we'll doing. Summarize it for the people. Oh yeah. Yeah. What they don't know? Ben and Jerry's gave into the BDS mob and said, <laughs> no more. No, they they announced they're not going to be like selling ice cream to the settle to the settlements by the end of 2022, like something <laughs> something like very tame like that. And then which I like wasn't that impressed by. But then people were like. Ben and Jerry's hates Jews, and I'm like, now we're now we're cooking. <laughs> now baby. we're cooking with fire. Yeah, yeah let's. Yeah. This is let's go. So yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those things where there are no heroes, and I'm gonna keep giving myself stomach problems despite the politics of that particular brand. I'm not a hero either. I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> I think Sorry, that was a really just well timed pop. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Um. Uh, I think one of the things that's really funny about that whole situation is the way the prime, the new prime minister of Israel, uh, I can't remember his name. Naftali. Is it? Yeah, Naftali Bennett. Naftali Bennett. Okay, I thought, I knew there was a Ben and a Naftali, okay, yeah, uh, but he was just kind of like straight, straight faced at the camera, like basically saying like, look. Our retribution will be swift and it will be grand. <laughs> You're talking about fucking ice cream. Oh, feel, that rules. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of just like the stock Israeli response. Just like we will wipe you off the earth. Like, Jesus, yeah, yeah. Even if it's like ice cream. Speaking of white guys who like to yell, Jesus. Oh my god, yeah. They're gonna send like paratroopers who are like 19 years old to like assassinate Ben, ben and then and then and maybe then Jerry. threaten Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, well, and then they'll tell their stories to Jewish summer campers in Northern California, and they'll be like, "Wow, cool! <laughs> Fuck Ben and Jerry's." I, I, I don't know. I was really pulling for if if the It's It company came out in favor of BDS, I would be I would be real stoked on that. Yeah, because they used to buy those in bulk for camp, and they're like not that good. But I would if if they if they did that, I would eat them out of spite, just like how people, you know culture war you, you buy things not because they're good but because they piss off the other side i would participate i mean i was i do that i was in my own moral conundrum not really it was just easy don't buy any more cheetos but uh the people at frito-lay oh right are, cause are striking and i was like damn that sucks because hot cheetos are really delicious i hope frito-lay does the thing that they should do which is just pay the workers more and hire more people oh yeah yeah frito shit is awful oh yeah yeah just, I wish I didn't like hot shoes, but I fucking do. And I understand that, like, whatever. Fuck Frito-Lay, but also... Oh, actually, let me put it out there. There's a lot of smart people who maybe listen to this show. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But uh, Make a rival hot Cheeto company, and I'll buy from them. Or... I bet there's a way you could make your own hot Cheetos at home, you know? I actually, I don't know if that's true. I, yeah, that... I mean, I just, like, you look at the structure of a Cheeto, and you're like, this is, like... You need like a like crystal, like you need lab equipment. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's just like it's a lot of complex machinery. Yeah, you need to get corn to behave like rock. Yeah, yeah, it's and still be fluffy in the middle. I just feel like a homemade Cheeto would be like I don't even know, like a homemade marshmallow. One time, I I like hung out with this guy after a chore weasel job, and um, that's what I call my 
Um, and we went to Wendy's, and he was talking about how it wasn't real food. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, what do you mean it's not real food? Like, this, I eat it. I get full. And he, then he points to, like, one of, like, the, a big metal thing behind the counter. And he was like, you got anything like that in your kitchen? <laughs> and I was like, no. No, I do not. So, yeah, I don't know if we would be able to – listeners, if you have a, a hot Cheeto recipe, we're going to um, just put forward the kosher hot Cheeto challenge. That's where... right. <laughs> On our TikTok, post it. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right, well – Oh, Josh, did you have a current events? Oh, a current events corner. Um, um... Oh, could we call this segment Jews in the News? <laughs> Yes, I'm into that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, here's one. Um, Jared Kushner, noted Jew. Um, now that <laughs> we're he's gonna get in trouble, <laughs> he doesn't care about us. No, um, he has left politics, and now he's starting an investment firm. That's a cool man. I, I'm not. So not are all like... the other politicians? No, I know, I know, leave. I know. It's. I just am so. Like unfazed by that, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's it's like well, the fucking revolving. Wait a minute, door wait a minute. What happening. happened to resolving peace in the Middle East? He was so big on that. Maybe he's gonna invest. Oh, yeah, he in didn't like, figure it out. Maybe Weird. he'll invest in the thing that does figure it out. It's so true. You know, AI, AI. Um, oh, it's right. like a little AI. Oh, actually, wait. I have a way better Jews in the news. Wait, but can I? It's like an AI Camp David, where instead of like Jimmy Carter trying to talk it out between like the Israeli leader and the Palestinian leader, it's a robot being like, "Okay, it is your turn to talk now, Naftali." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Using AI speech analysis. Sorry. Okay. Um. Okay. Josh. So this is a way crazier Jews in the news. I'm just gonna. Oh, he's pulling out I'm the just phone gonna for show you guys first. a photo. Uh oh. Um. That's, that's then, what news should be. And then if it's a football photo. fish, I'm going to be very and upset. Then, no, it's not. Um, it's not a football fish. But everyone listening should Google football fish. Um, yeah, I'll show you the photo, and then I'll explain to the listeners what we're watching. Um, the guy on the left in the photo is my Uncle Howard and a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a stretch, huh. but... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Okay, now, Josh, you want to explain? Yeah, so it's like kind of like a middle-aged guy in a in a little button-up shirt, and he's hanging out with Kanye West. Um, and the it's a Facebook, it's a screenshot of a Facebook post that my sister sent, and the uh, the, the text says "huge success at listening party in Atlanta," <laughs> which I think is kind of like a funny. It sounds like AI generated. Wait, thing. did your uncle go to a Donda listening party? Yeah. Oh, what? It's, he's just like this kind of like sort of big cheese business guy in Chicago and like I love that this is like your juice in the news. Friends with Rahm Emanuel um and like helped hide him um when he was <laughs> during this like scandal in Chicago. Oh like, yeah. I like, mean crashed with him. But anyway, I don't know. It's just like a pretty cursed combination, I have to say. Like and I was just thinking about it because like now that Jared Kushner is back on his like rich guy thing, I feel like he's just gonna like somehow like be in some situation where he's like funding some rapper who's like, here, we're in a boardroom. Like, why don't you stand on this conference table and like kick a hot 16 for me? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like business guys and rappers and conservatives all mixing is like a really uh, not something you'd love to see. No, but I will say that the Lil Wayne move of all within a few days endorse Trump, get 
um, pardoned and then Trump loses. Like, <laughs> bra VC mo. He, yeah, he is playing 3D chess, 4D chess. Wow. We see F baby, the F is for 4D chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, okay I think well, that's, another, that's, that's, that's another of the first Jews in the news. Wow, I'm so glad we can do this segment now. Yeah. This segment we've essentially been doing. And just being the last ones to talk about yes. something. Yes. What if we call it news in the Jews? Because um, yeah, the news it. is within us. Because <laughs> like we're making the things happen, you know. Oh, kind of like the Torah is within us. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, uh, now that we did that amazing segue, um, just like common period blood are within us. Yeah, and oh sometimes they come out of us. And if you think <laughs> that was non-sequitur, you're wrong, because this is exactly what we're talking about today. Baby. It's bloody. Baby. It's scabby. It's got oozing bits. Scalar. Yep. Uh, here we go. This, uh, what we're talking about, we're doing another combo uh, uh, p- portion here. We're doing Tazria and Metzora, and that's because we're we're full on into rule listings, yeah, and they go the together rules. perfectly in the rules zone. Yeah, they are like they're like Parmesan and pasta. You know, it's delicious. I mean, all the stuff about lepers kind of does remind me of Parmesan. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no. Fun fact: I don't. <laughs> yeah, think, um... I just started liking Parmesan again after like a long absence in my childhood. So I don't mean, don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> pecorino is better. Is that like dead mouse? No. What it's. <laughs> What? Oh, I was she... thinking of techno. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Moving on. <laughs> okay. So, Tazria and Mitsura, we're got we're rules, we're putting them together. <clears throat> Not a crazy amount of narrative here, but there is some. So, God basically is talking to Moses, talking to Aaron. They're doing their little uh the longest meeting in the world. And God basically says, "Okay, look at here. Women who give birth are unclean for a week if they give birth to a male baby, and which is the same as when they have their period. Um, and then basically it's double the time for any of their ritual stuff if they have a a, a daughter or a, a female baby. And then because of the way that, you know, the, the Bible interacts with uh, men and women and gender and all of this, uh, there's different rules for everything when it comes to sons and daughters because... You know, clearly. it's like the pink tax, but like yeah, God, the God version, God of version. It. yeah. Uh, which is funny that you say that because after you have a kid, you have to sacrifice to God, which is like literally a tax. Um, <laughs> yeah. there's gonna be a lot of taxing people who get sick in this, so yeah, just, you know, <laughs> buckle up, relevant much. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I smell a, a connection <laughs> so to our present day. <laughs> Again, putting it into context that God is is just telling Moses this. He says, look, we got to have some rules about what happens when people show up and they got stuff happening to their skin. And it gets into these, you got to show up to a priest, which is odd because priests are not doctors, but you show up to the priest and you go. But Dr. Fauci is my God. <laughs> I worship him. I sacrifice birds in front of him all the time. Church of Fauci. So basically, they what they do is you you kind of hold your sore up to this person, and they go through a list of criteria that includes how white is it, how red is it, how deep does it go, is it mostly on the surface, is it bulbling out? Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? <laughs> exactly. Um, and basically, they say if it looks really bad, 
It's probably leprosy. This is biblical leprosy, which I think is different from. Yeah, uh, I got a little footnote in mind that it's like, yeah, it's just kind of what they called being sick, or just yeah. like something happening with your skin. Some some sort of skin. Poison disease. oak leprosy. Yeah, it's uh, there's going to be a lot of rug burn leprosy. There's going to be a lot of lists followed by an assumption of what it is in this chapter too. Um, so basically. If it looks like it's bad, they go, look, you got leprosy. You're kind of fucked forever. You have to sit outside the camp. Uh, no mention on if anyone takes care of you. Uh, perhaps you're abandoned. Who knows? Uh, they don't seem to care. Um, and if it's not so bad looking, they go, look, we do a seven-day quarantine thing, okay? So go over there for a little bit, and then they come in, and there's this whole thing where they have to tell you, if it looks like it hasn't changed, the kohanim, the, ko- the, the priest goes, behold, it has not changed. And then you go into quarantine again. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. Oh, once again. <laughs> With your nasty ass. <laughs> and then basically, if it seems like it's getting better, he goes, behold, it is healed. And then you have to do some rituals um, to get yourself all clean of there. Now we talk about the exact same process again, but this time it's for uh, possibly infected wounds. Okay. Got to cover all your bases. Uh, same rules. White stuff. Yellow stuff. Red stuff, are you clean? Seven-day quarantines, behold, he's unclean. All that good stuff. Unclean, Um, unclean. (laughs) Then guess what? If you were feeling like maybe, oh no, how long are we going to do this? We're going to do it one more time, rule of threes. Now we got to do it for burns. Mm. And, you know, same thing. Yellow stuff, white stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, if it seems like, if oh, here's the fucked up part too, is if you get a second degree burn where it blisters up, then you are quote unquote behold and fucked. Um, basically, even if it heals, you're you're fucking done. Um, and then the worst part is basically if you get a lesion on your face or your head, what you have to do is you're unclean. You have to shave all your head or your face except for the part where the lesion is. So you not only are you sick and sort of like potentially ostracized for you know being an unclean member of the community, you also have to look like a jackass. Yeah. Wow. It's like a, like a bullet, or it's like a bullseye on like you being gross. Okay, and then we do the same rules, but this time it's for clothes. What do they touch? The general rule is burn it with fire, because you know these people are fire happy. Yeah, you know, sort of. This is kind of coming to the end of the chapter, and then basically out of nowhere, God sort of pivots and is like, "Okay, look, we got to mark the passage of time somehow, and I'd like you to do it with animals." So he really kind of like jumps back to the hits of just like, "Look, this is how you kill the animals that I would like you to to kill." Um, chapter ends. Take a break. Take a breather. Oh, yeah. All right, we're back in it with skin disease. So basically, now this is how you get clean. And what it is is basically the general crux of the rule of how you get clean is you get two birds, you get a branch, you get a pot, and you get some hyssop. I don't know what it is. Um, it's some kind of plant. Hyssop. Yeah, yeah. and then. Basically, what you do is this interesting ritual where you, of course, kill one bird and you squeeze all of its juices out into the into the pot because, you know, that's Gushers. how we like to do things. Uh, and then you take the other bird. You don't kill it. But what you do is you hold it up and you give it a bath in the in the blood. <laughs> you dip it in there. You give it a nice whirl around. And then you say, have a nice life. Listen, and the bird's allowed to go. There's not a single rule in this thing that say thou shalt not... Boil a bird in its buddy's guts. <laughs> well, you don't boil it, though. That's true. Just, All the more just, reason just that duckers. that's fine and yeah. not anything like that other rule about 
how it would be cruel to boil a calf in its mother's milk. Don't you think it's kind of the same exact thing? Yeah. Only more insane because there's no reason to do it. I mean, look, afterwards, regardless of, also regardless of the nature of what you, uh, what what your lesion or maybe your wound was, afterwards you have to shave all your head, hair, not head, hair. Yeah, they do it all. But they're like pretty specific. They're like, that includes your eyebrows, that includes your mustache, that includes any ear hair you have. You have to be a hairless baby. You are reborn in the- Streamlined. In the blood of this poor pigeon's friend. Um, and then basically a couple days later, what you gotta do is you gotta bring some fucking cattle. They kill the cattle and the priest smears the blood all over you. Um, which is easy now that you've shaved all your hair. And that'll make you clean. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've just been touching animals. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> and then there's basically a poor person's version where they're like, look, if you can't afford it, we'll do all the same things as the first part, except everyone will be laughing at you. Sliding um, scale. Yep. Glad they understood that. Um, and then God does this weird thing where it kind of seems like maybe the, the writers weren't sure whether they wanted to switch back to story. But God says like, hey, look, when you guys get to Canaan, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of the leprosy. Someone's going to get it. You're not going to know who. It's going to be a fun little activity. And you guys are going to stay in the house. And you're going to have to figure out, hey, does the leprosy spread in the house? And then he gives them all these rules about how, like, look, you put something in there. If it feels like it's spread in the walls, you tear down the whole thing and you burn it to the ground. But if it doesn't, what you do is you get all this dust and stuff together. It's real convoluted. This part stupid. is maybe the most nightmarish thing I've read so far. Not not because that we haven't read more horrific stuff, but just the idea of a house having leprosy in its walls. I'm yeah. like, are you trying to scare me right now? Because <laughs> yeah. it's working. It's definitely like uh, a very ancient understanding of like the possibility of like a yeah. bacterial infection. And they talk about like scraping it off the wall. It's just, yeah. I'm like, hey, how about a uh, move somewhere else? Well, it's it is really like a horror movie, like contagion infection, yeah. where it's like it gets on everything, it spreads over the walls, it's made out of polyurethane, and it looks really sticky on camera. Um, you could make like a really good. Uh, if I was like a conceptual artist, I would somehow find a way and make like a fake HGTV show, where it's like fixer upper wars, but like this this happens. Oh, I was gonna say, but an actual war. Oh. <laughs> That's you. That's you. Um, okay, yeah, basically, and then they figure out that, you know, look, if it is if it is infected, tear it down, burn it, and if it's not infected, kill a bird about it. You should be fine. So now that we're all done with leprosy and wounds, we got to talk about the fun stuff. We got to talk about the blood and cut. Okay, well, first of all, it's uterine lining, so. Okay, fair enough. Somebody right. didn't get that right. Um, that's fair. But, but come, come is come. Come is come. <laughs> Look, so basically, discharge from your body is unclean. That seems to be the general rule. No, Nobody in that sense is really exempt. Yeah, the ideal body in this is like a perfectly saran-wrapped, just like self It's literally a statue that says, yeah. God is great. Right. And can kill animals. Um, God is definitely pro kind of AI robot automaton. Um, so anything that... Uh, anything that touches the discharge from your body is unclean. That includes clothes, that includes writing gear, that includes plates and bowls, everything. Linens. Um, so if you touch discharge, blech, gotta take a bath. Generally speaking, I think that's a good sanitary rule. Um, and then at the end of it, after you've you know touched uh, discharge, taken your bath, you're all bloodied up and whatever, whatever the fuck is going on, you kill two birds about it, 
Uh, same thing goes to come, touch come, take a bath, no prayers for you, can't do anything sacred. Same goes for menstrual blood, sit on a chair, gotta wash the chair. Uh, and at the end of all that, you kill two birds. Um, and I guess the idea is to keep the rest of the people safe from the uncleanliness, but it's not even really framed as like, oh, we got to keep them safe. It's just like, if you leave people in your midst who are unclean, you will all die. Um, it's true. I mean, can't really argue with that in Bible times. And there you go. That's the chapter. That's the summary. Yeah. Wait, what about... What about periods? Oh, I guess we covered periods. That's what menstrual blood is. Yeah, I, I would add blood. the one thing I was pretty shocked at is on the list of stuff that you have to wash yourself after because it makes you unclean is just like just normal having sex with each other. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, it's like got to be safe. But I was like, you know, if you're trying to breed the chosen people, it's like. Oh, and know. like you get taxed to every time. By the way, also, you're supplying the birds every time they say to kill to kill two birds a body. Kill well, two that's what I. <laughs> That was kind of a thought I had is like, did did a freaking turtle dove salesman write this? Cause... <laughs> For real. Because <laughs> like this, this honestly is like, this is the stuff that'll happen all of the time. We're just talking about having sex. We're talking about waking up and finding out you're on your period. We're talking about stuff that is literally going to happen all of the time. You get a little boo-boo while you're riding your horse. It gets a little bit infected. This is, and constantly the priests are like, I mean, kind of chicken dinner for us each time. Yeah. They must've just had like a cloud of birds following them at all times. Wait. So I guess that transitions that uh, turtle dovetails into another thing I wanted to talk about, (sighs) which is that like, a lot of the things that it seems arbitrary, that 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 are arbitrary assigned arbitrarily assigned to the priests, it seems seems like that's unfair on behalf of the priests, like they get something extra good just because. But in this case, it's like everyone they have to look at everyone's rashes and like grossest skin problems. So like I don't know. It also made me think that you know last episode a while back we were talking about like Aaron and his sons got in trouble with God. And he was, like, maybe going to kill them, but then he didn't. So maybe this is God's way of punishing them. Like, yeah, look at everyone's weird situations. And guess what? I'm giving them those situations. Well, I'm putting that rash on Earl's on Earl's love handle so that <laughs> you have to look at it. I oh guess. I don't know. They get <clears throat> rewarded so handsomely, though. Constantly. Yeah, I guess that's the same thing with real doctors. They They make off real good, but... Yeah, you got to look at some gross shit every now and then. Uh, You know, I think the thing that really got me, though, is I didn't go into too much detail because I don't think it's that interesting. But, like, totaled up for a a regular kind of in-house cleansing yourself to be presentable to God to them. It's, like, two birds. It's a young lamb. There's, like, a goat involved. And then when you're at the final stage of, like, I can join the community again, it's two fucking cattle. And one of them, they just slaughter and burn. And they're just like, thanks for that one, buddy. So it's just like the the amount of stuff, and this is probably happening to everyone all of the fucking time. Compare that to these days when you know soap, shampoo, conditioner all comes in the same bottle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. I. I mean the. I feel like the. The two main things I want to talk about. The first is, just the. The transparent, like, disgust at women's bodies. It's like, I, I, you know, I saw it coming, of course. But I don't know. It's just like, it's, they make it so easy to see. Like, normally, they're just kind of implying that, like, women are gross and evil. But this is like, 
women are two X as gross and evil and like oh, rather yeah. than yeah rather with the than, babies you mean how you know, the babies or just every rule about like purification or you know it's like it's just the women have to just do it more because they're more more unclean. Well, think, yeah, and also think about it this way too. It's like it's literally uh, it's it serves kind of all these things serves as two functions. Number one, like every month, if you're like a fertile woman, you're basically reminded that like, oh, you're unclean, kind of a second class citizen. We don't really care to have you around at all, but we need to to breed, so I guess we'll tolerate you. And then number two, any wealth you might have accumulated just gets taken away from you. Yeah. Once a month. Yeah, well, and they literally call it uh, at the time of her menstrual infirmity. So it's like, it's just like the inherent functioning of your body makes you sick. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much there is to say about it other than fuck that. I mean, I mean it's the origin of the, it's the first documented pink tax, maybe? It's yeah, not quite a pink I feel tax. like it's like worse than a pink tax. Though. I mean, it, it's just, it's the pink tax is wrapped up in it. We'll see. Yeah. Well, but yeah. then you get onto the part about how, like, you know, you can't be dripping your man juice all over the furniture either. And that's when you realize that, you know, patriarchy hurts men too. Because, <laughs> you know, but for real, like, it's, I don't know. That that was one of my takeaways of this chapter was like, I knew that the Bible was going to tell women their bodies were gross. I I don't know if I appreciate or what how I feel about it, but it also kind of tells us that our bodies are a little bit gross. So it's like... Yeah, there's like horror about it all the way around. It is... Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, no, I think ultimately the, the, the text is like, because it's so pro-God, it ends up being very anti-human. If that makes sense. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this is like, you know, when people like make just like over the top tweets about aging, like this old sack full of organs, like this rusty train and that is my body now. Like, oh, sure. I feel like yeah. this is like how God kind of views humans all the time. Uh, I feel like the only like way you could even rescue some nugget of helpfulness out of this would just to be fully like none of the explicit rules are good at all, but like the spirit behind it of you know wanting to keep your body clean is and like connecting that to the worship to the to the, to the community yeah wash just have a nice good wash <laughs> i had to summarize this chapter in two words without all the shame it'd be wash wash worship um it is kind of interesting though this is like the most explicit they've gotten about like purification and stuff like that and it is kind of interesting that like even if you wanted to sort of just frame it as like, look, they're just trying to, you know, make it so like give teach a lesson of like, hey, look, you got to keep yourself clean or whatever. It's definitely not the same level as when they were talking about it to before where they were just like, look, if you fucking dip your hand into the asshole of a cow, like you can't join everyone for dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. you know, you got to do something first and then in the evening you can come back. And it, this is like a lot more intense where it's just like if you have sex, like. This is, you should be ready for like two weeks worth of paperwork. Yeah. I feel like this is like the, if you were trying to convince people that their bodies were a holy thing and like you should take care of it. And this is like the worst way to do, this is like scared straight about. <laughs> about your body. About yeah. your body versus just like, you know, be kind. I think having bo bodies fun. I had a body once. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I came. <laughs> it was awful <laughs> to shave off all my body hair and wait in a tent in the desert um 
Yeah, I don't know. This one is um is well, I mean, on on a on a writing level, I thought it was fun that they thought that the the like, hey, look, we don't want to gross you out too much with all the um uh all the bodily fluids and the skin diseases and whatever. So for a little bit at the end of the first chapter, we're gonna we're gonna go back to the calendar of animal yeah. sacrifices. I know how much you guys love that. Oh, you know, just it's been a while since I've reprised uh, Josh's writing corner, but I feel like this one uh brought back one of my favorite Torah moves, which is when they just tell you something and then they told you that they've just told you it. <laughs> um, so they'll like tell you some just like insane procedure and then end with the, like a, just a, a gem of a line like, such is the procedure for eruptive affectations of cloth, woolen or linen and warp or and woof of any article of skin for pronouncing it clean or unclean. It's like, wow, thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's another great line somewhere in here. That's uh, let me find it real quick. Everyone is also, by the way, the such is the ritual for every eruptive affectation. <laughs> such is the ritual concerning eruptions. <laughs> I think it's also great that the 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 rules say in it that the the priest doctor has to be like for everything they have to go. Behold, yeah, sir. yeah. Um, it's also one of the few times you get to throw an exclamation point in the middle of a sentence, and it doesn't become a new sentence. Hey. Is when you go, behold. Mm. Oh, I found the line of writing that. And I did kind of take it out of context, but I still think it's really good. It just says, um, and when a man's head has become hairless, he is bald. <laughs> I just wrote, so true, bestie. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a tough chapter for our, our, bald, our bald kings out <laughs> all there. The bald, all of our iry bald heads. I mean, I do think it's very... Um, it's almost weird because there's a lot packed into this chapter that's just like we're deciding what stuff means, like what does clean mean and what unclean mean. And that's what they're doing too partially is they're just being like, look, you don't get to call people with thinning hair bald, okay? Here's the rule about when you're bald. It's, it's oh, the back you, Are you saying it was this This chapter was written by a sensitive bald man? Partially. Partially. <laughs> It's like, no, you're not bald until you're fucking bald, okay? <laughs> okay, back of the head. Wow. See, I still got three. Balding, stolen valor. You can't, you can just go around pretending. Don't call me bald. I ain't bald. I'm not as bald um, as that fucker over there. The other uh, topic I thought I'd lob at you was all this talk of quarantining and impurity. Reminds me of COVID-19. What's that? Really makes you think. Disease. The COVID-19 <laughs> disease. Yes. Quarantine. I'd never heard of it. Yeah, I don't think there's that much to add about it other than it's I mean, a it's little a... funny that the religious conservative folks are the ones. Or it's just like the Bible's all about just unclean bodies and being really cracked downy about it. Yeah, but it's also about like being chosen and they're like, I can't be unclean. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're Except saying for like totally the chosen people in this are just, according to God, completely oh, yeah, just filthy. Oozing. You're saying there's probably like right wing Jews who are anti, like, wearing a mask or vaccination. Yeah, or like, I would just consider... God would want you to wear a mask all the time because your mouth is a festering, disgusting, wet yeah. hole. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember yeah. what it was. There was a rule that, like, something changes where if someone's infected and they spit at someone, uh, I couldn't remember what it was, but I just remember being like, oh, yeah, that was a personal... That was a personal thing that happened. Yeah, someone. I remember the spit. The yeah. spit bar. I can't it wasn't that great, but I just I do remember thinking that like, oh, whoever wrote this down, that that happened to them. Or you mean in in, in the, the Bible. In the yeah. Bible? Oh wow. They were just like, if the infected person spits at you, then 
you have to twirl around, to moon them a little bit, and then you get to take throw, them to court. Throw salt over your shoulder. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's nice that they understand that, like, hey, look, if there's a disease, it's probably better if you're not around other people a bunch. I guess, but it's also, like, that's they don't have doctors. They only have priests. The priests are in charge of administering any sort of treatment and the only treatment they have is go away is fuck off for a bit go so away it's and not kill a dove yeah also i wanted to revel in the irony of god is telling us how gross our bodies are and then he's like okay so as punishment for your body being so gross you're gonna like make dove soup just smush it up real good and then roll his friend around in it <laughs> and the thing that fucked me up too is like and then let it go you just traumatize this poor bird for <laughs> yeah. a little bit. You just let it fly back to the other birds. They're like, what happened? <laughs> just come back coated in the butt. And yes. then they, they get quarantined because the birds are naturally like, no, dude, don't get near us. You're yeah. like rolled up in Steve right now. They talk about um also having to do it in open country. So like someone's like, Montana. has a dove in a bag that's just covered in like blood soup from its friend. And then they're like, I'm going to ride out into the woods and then like <laughs> be free. <laughs> Gross. So bizarre. Wow. Yeah. Um I uh, I would be kind of I would be impressed actually, honestly, if there were a bunch of like conservative uh more right leaning people in this country who were like, We can do quarantine, but we can only do it for seven days at a time and then we gotta uh-huh. reevaluate. Okay. Right. That's what the word of God says. We gotta get a priest in here and yeah. he's gotta tell us, Behold it's COVID and behold it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's just also a lot of stuff about, like, if the hair underneath the boil is yellow, it means this. And if it's red, it means this. And I couldn't help but think, like, what are you talking about? This is nonsense. I think, no, Did you I guys think not get that. There's a little bit of legitimacy in there in the sense of, like, you can tell probably, I don't know for sure, but you can probably tell what's happening a little bit in terms of, like, what your body is going through if, like, the growth of your your hair is different or whatever. If the infection is inf- is changing like what's happening in your body where like a hair follicle is like your hair will show it. And they might be able to like tell that, like, look, if your hair is growing normally and you got a little bit of a bump and some pus in there, it probably just means you like you fell off your horse and you didn't wash yourself as soon as you should. So now you got a little infection there. If it's turning white and eventually stops growing, that could be like your skin is literally decaying. So I think that's what it is. It's not. Yeah. It's a non-scientific, but at least somewhat in touch way of like trying to determine what's emergencies and what aren't. All right. Okay. Yeah. Is there any? Did you guys find anything about like any contemporary stuff about this, or like why people think it's relevant? Or I was reading some of the footnotes of like my copy, and I don't know. A whole bunch of what they had to say felt like bullshit. It was like they had they has had some really convoluted. At least they're consistent in that regard. <laughs> well, yeah, but what I found Same is that I have a lot more patience for bullshit when it's in the text, and I'm like, okay, this is what we have been given by passed down for generations. Whereas it's just like some bullshit that the, some rabbi came up with. It's like really, this is your. I have way less patience for that. Uh-huh. Which may I mean, I guess that makes me wonder like how much patience people have for us, but that you can't think about that. We got to just power. Nothing on. we say is bullshit. We're perfect. <laughs> so uh, what? What did they say? Oh, about? I guess they were. I don't even. It was. I kind of blacked out because I got so mad. But it was something about how like in this time they by doing the shit with the lamb and the turtle doves, they were creating a way for sick people to participate in society. 
and go how, fuck and yourself. wait and how that's just like how some synagogues um, have built wheelchair accessible uh, ramps <gasps> oh up my to the god oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that was in my like. That person falls asleep every night, and that's incredible to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, even though they said that, yeah, yeah, I it was some hot dog shit, and it was also it wasn't even the person who wrote. It was like one of those like one of those Torahs where it's the English translation, and then it has like just some rabbi put their commentary. But it, this wasn't even his commentary. It was he was like my friend Jason, my old classmate, said this. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm regurgitating Jason, it. if you're listening, you're wrong. I yeah. hope your house You're wrong, down, you're Jason. on the list. Yeah. yeah, no, they're fucking bragging about, like, synagogues complying with, with federal, federal law. law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Aren't we magnanimous? The people who, who have trouble walking upstairs, they get to, they get to connect with God, oh, too. Oh, another, another thing. Because we let them. Found it in our hearts, yeah. Another thing that this rabbi said was... <laughs> Was that um, – because there's the part where it says, like, if a woman gives birth to a boy, she has to be away from the tribe for this many days. And if it's a girl, it's double that. And he says, like, yeah, nobody really knows why. And I was like, oh, for sure, dude. Yeah. Nobody oh, knows. Well, that's honestly a little bit refreshing. <laughs> for to say nobody knows why. I honestly – I wish in, – in general, I wish there were more religious leaders that would just be like – I don't know. God was on a bender Some, on this. Yeah, one. just like, yeah. I feel like that's just a polite way of saying that this, like, this isn't a good thing, but it, yeah. it's what we have. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Not me. Not the person who's devoted my life to being a religious no, leader. I mean, I I wouldn't know. What are you, my God? I do want to add that there was has been a time in this story when the um, general consensus that periods were awful and disgusting came into. Um, was used well by one of our protagonists. Oh, right. And that was when Rachel stole her father, Laban. She stole her, his That's little true. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, can I have my god back? And she's like, I'm on, like, it's one of the biggest periods I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the biggest one my friends have ever heard about, so. And she's literally just sitting on it. <laughs> yeah. <she's laughs> it's, like, just... what's that? it's like, what's that behind your back? It's like, nothing. What's that, yeah, what's that little, like, face? She's like, that's a... Uh, <laughs> That's part of the period. It's a it's a gnarly one today. <laughs> yeah, it's a period idol. I mean, and and, and and honestly, it's not that surprising that like a, a male leadership uh, figure would just be like, Ugh. Ugh, don't say that shit again. Ugh. Yeah, because people... I mean, they hadn't even gotten this rules yet, but it must. I mean, I guess it you know reflected the culture at the time. Oh, yeah. and and then if we're just on this subject, or I guess one subject to go, but another thing this rabbi said was that. Um, one thing that the rabbi that wrote this kept keeps kept spe- specifying, like, and the 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 priests are not doctors, like they're not doctors to the point where it almost seems like he's like getting rid of. He's like a liability thing, where he's just like, listen, like it, you're supposed to do all this stuff, but like they're not doctors, so right. this isn't medical advice. Yeah, I mean, I in some ways. Now, this is going to be real stupid, but I'm going to say it anyways. In some ways, they are kind of the closest thing they probably have to doctors because they have all the knives, they have all the stuff, and they're constantly tearing into animals and, like, removing bits and And pieces of them. And they're, like, educated in a way. Yeah. You know, more so than... They're, like, the wise men. Yeah. Even if they're not the doctors. 
so, so like I get it on that regard, but also like their medical expertise is of uh, arranging the innards of bovines essentially in a manner that is pleasing to God. So like I don't know. If you had to ask me, is like, do you want to go to the butcher for your medical treatment, or do you want to go to uh, the hippie on the corner? Like, actually, in that situation, like, yeah, who, are they the hippie, the, no, the hippie on the corner? No, they're they're yeah. the butcher. That's all they do. The big religious rites are all that are just them being like, hand me a knife. All right, right, hand me a torch. Yep, you were a very nice cow, cow. Just kidding. I don't care. Give me your diaphragm. Hmm. Give me your diaphragm. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 yeah. what I'm saying. Man, this is just kind of another dud, I have to say. Yeah, it's kind of just like the logical conclusion to like what we already have gotten a lot of, which is just like bodies are gross, women are gross, and don't even get me started on women's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, we've already mentioned it, but I think it is interesting that the solution to to holiness and spiritual impurity in so many ways is just taxation is just like, well, you have to, it's kind of, reminds me of what we were talking about with Aaron, where like the positive read on that is like, Oh, you have to give something up to maybe rejoin the community and all that. And you're giving it, but honestly and truly when you read it, it really just feels like a shakedown. Yeah. Well, and maybe like, not to be like a guy in a fedora about it, but I d- it could also be seen as like a like a control mechanism in a way where it's almost like has this tacit like understanding that people might not go along with this stuff because it's sort of onerous unless there is some sort of really harsh penalty. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I don't care about these freaking health rules. You know, I'm not going to sit in a tent for seven days because I like, you know, had sex with my partner. But it's like, oh, if I have to, you sacrifice our cow after it. It's like maybe so. There's a certain, yeah, just like <laughs> like tough on crime, but like religious for real. I mean, yeah, this whole book is very. Um, I don't, but at the same time, though, it's like I think yeah, you could pro- you that argument definitely holds for like the lesions and the whatever. But also in reality, that would just incentivize people not to tell anyone about their fucking skin conditions. Yeah, um, yeah. And then number two, that doesn't really play into the, like, my body is functioning normally and doing normal things aspect of it, where it's just like, you know, there is no, like, oh, I got to really think carefully about whether I have whether my period I have my or period not. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Or, like, even for, like, the, the, the guys, like, our, our body constantly needs to... Uh, not constantly, but like if you let all that <laughs> fluid build up in there... 20 minutes, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it comes out eventually. You know what I mean? Especially when you're like young and virile. Um, <laughs> young, dumb, and full of sin against the Lord God. Um, full, full, full of bodily discharges. Yeah, I guess it kind of, in some ways, it's like it doesn't make a distinction between things that are natural and that our bodies should be doing and things that are unnatural, like like periods and, and, yeah. and ejaculating. Or things that are unnatural and like maybe your body shouldn't be doing, such as like ejaculating out having, of your elbow, or yeah, or, your or like spot. having leprosy, yeah, or whatever. And so, but I guess my point is that it shouldn't like ne- neither of those things should be punished anyway. I don't know. I guess that's kind of I'm kind this of is America, a, baby. That's making, all we punish. I'm making a circular point here, but it's like 
No, well, it's, I know what you mean. It's like it's, neither of those things is like you choosing to do something wrong or like harming other people, right? Intentionally, it's just like a thing that happens to people. Again, it's the sinister version of it is sort of, or I mean, it's all pretty sinister. But like the sinister read of it is like you would use this to say like, look, all of these things are equal, and you know the. And and it basically uses like a small grain of truth to sh- to sort of shoehorn this I- idea of uncleanliness, which is, look, if you're sick and we don't know what it is, it is actually probably a good idea for you to like be away for a second. Yeah, but then the fact that you have to give up your turtle doves and shit totally undermines all of that. Where it's like right, and then also the fact that like uh, that's what happens when you get sick and we don't know what's happening. That's also what happens when you just feel a little frisky with your partner. And all those things are the same. Right, you know, your because skin it treats is your melting natural... off of your body, or like you had sex. Yeah, yeah, they're the same. They're you know who who can really tell you what's what? And they're both t- things that your body, your body literally does on its own, but you have to give us money for it's or not money, but turtle doves. You know, it's it's like entrenching like a weird class bodies thing. Another, I feel like another thing to consider is to think about this in like the grander order of the story so far it's sort of like they've escaped out of egypt and but they're not yet in you know canaan slash israel yet and this is like an attempt i feel like almost to uh you know make sure the troops are like tip top before oh that's uh you know it's like how they don't let the proud boys jack off (laughs) (laughs) you know um, i did not know is that yeah. a proud boy thing no fat? uh i think some of them do it no yeah i don't think they're spo- i don't think they're supposed to i mean the initi- they have all sorts of funky stuff like they one of their initiation rituals is like they get the shit beaten out of them by all the other proud boys until they can name five breakfast cereals yep because that's just Famously. like a thing that uh gavin mcginnis and his friends did fucking gavin mcginnis yeah. yeah recall gavin i say <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so i don't know i feel like all these like body purification things have like a interesting militaristic tinge if you want them to when you think about like the order that you're being just told them i think i mean on a certain level then those things make a little bit more sense but it lacks the explicit context of this is military discipline so it's like just because i know that like especially back then like you know what really spread disease was war yeah seriously it was just rotting bodies it was people sleeping on top of each other it was lice it was little rats making a little nest in your butthole people being rapists yeah like it's yeah there's a lot going on there but uh again it doesn't really have that explicit context so it's like who's to say yeah or just that or general like you know we're a we're a society now we have to keep it keep a tight lid yeah or maybe that's what the text wants you to think is like we're gonna constantly be at a state of almost being at war so all times Vigilance is key. Yeah. Neighborhood well, watch. Just, Don't fuck your wife. <laughs> I just feel like I wouldn't even be able to remember all this stuff. Like on a day-to-day basis, if I was like, oh shit, I, did I touch like a, you know, whatever, a rat ran across my shoe. Like now do I have to... Right. It kind of reminds like, me of like those first couple of weeks of, of the virus when we were like, like scrubbing down a case of Oreos, you know, we just didn't <laughs> know what was going on. Yeah. 
just every piece of yeah it'd be overwhelming especially if you were like probably in this case like illiterate and just like someone just like told it to you once oh and you just had to remember that's so true yeah also that's a that's that in and of itself is a method of control yeah because uh, number one let's say you were you were read up and you knew all the rules but even if you didn't every now and then the priest can just be like hey you gross boy Get over here. You owe me fucking, uh, you owe me two turtle doves. Like, come on, let's go out to the fucking woods. Let's right. get this done. H- high potential. And the priest's vertical integration is invested in the turtle dove <laughs> He's a consultant business. at dove. <laughs> at dove.co. Um, dove.cov. <laughs> what if you pronounce it a dove? Dove.cov. Man, how are we gonna get through Leviticus? <laughs> it's not. We don't have that much left. Don't we? Do we? we don't. We have. Let me look it up. Well, I think definitely putting two chapters together is is gonna help. Yeah. Yeah, that's Leaf been frogging. Because what were we gonna talk about? Like this feels like one chapter. It is yeah. one chapter. Yeah. It is. It it is essentially just like. Because here's the thing that really bothers me too is if like. Let him have it, Ioni. Just go nuts. For all the people who say that they lead, lead their life by this book or whatever, or they say we got to structure our laws around this book, or they say, look, you can't throw away this book because, you know, even if there's problematic aspects of it, you got to sort of like take the whole thing as it is because at the end of the day, it's part of our history or whatever. No one's fucking talking about this. No yeah. one's ever bringing up shit about this. No one's ever talking about shit about the sacrifices and whatever. And if it were a chapter, here and there, maybe, but that's all we've been talking about yeah, for the last fucking four episodes. It's like, okay. We're getting into some pretty high percentages here. As yeah. of now, we are halfway through Leviticus. Well, so that's, that's both this comforting th- and not. This is our third Leviticus episode. We can probably, not to do, not to talk too much shop on the pod, but... <laughs> Everyone probably, plug your ears. <laughs> yeah, earmuffs, everybody. Um, yeah. We could probably crush this bad boy in... Three more episodes or yeah. so. All right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Uh, I, and then we'll be on to whatever other whatever bullshit. Else. Listen, we're doing this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. We're just descending deeper into the... I think, I think probably true of other people, too. Genesis really lulls you into a false sense of security of, like, this is going to be chaos the whole time. Yeah. There's a lot of bangers in Genesis. It's... God, I miss them. I would say I'm reversing previous opinions. Like you can just keep all. Of Even today, we're reminiscing about about Rachel hiding that that idol. Yeah, you know, we're just like something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I recently heard uh, "Boulevard of Broken Dreams" for the first time in a long time. Wow, that's a song. It reminds me. Um, uh, no. Not necessarily of. That's what it, it's that final note that is when you know it's a really, really bad song. Yeah, it's it's, it's literally they musically cannot leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of picking at a scab to if I, use if a I metaphor don't, from this chapter. If I don't vocalize again, they're not going to know I'm singing. They're going to think I went away. Oh, um, poor Billy Joe. It Should does, we? It does remind me though of a, a long time ago. I, my car has been broken into twice in my life. One time, uh, neither time was anything like completely serious. But one time they broke into my a car, the old car I had, and they literally just stole a bunch of burned CDs. <laughs> um, and it reminds me just you talking about Green Day. I was, I was, I always just think about that, and it was like, well, 
you know, I guess you're welcome for my tastes when I was 19. Like, yeah, take it as was a blessing. Green Day or a curse. No, never really got into Green Day much. Something about everything about them. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, though, you know, what What can you really expect from the first punk band in history? Well, that's <laughs> certainly not what Green Day is. <laughs> <laughs> Oi! That was, that was me being Sid Vicious ready to fight you. Oi! <laughs> Great Day! Great Day! Um, should, we, should you bless us, Ayani? I think you should. Okay. I really think we'll be. <laughs> we'd love if you blessed us. Okay. But before I bless you, I'm going to need you guys to find some some birds. And a small bathtub, because this is going to get bloody. Also known <laughs> as a sink. Well, a sink is a bird bath. <laughs> Cereal bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bird baths aren't even for them to bathe themselves. So what's the world we live in? Um, <laughs> my my friends, listeners, um, hate listeners. Uncle Howard. Listeners, Uncle Howard. <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> Uncle uh, Howard, can you show this podcast to Kanye West? Oh Sidebar. God. Hey. <laughs> make that happen, Josh. You That's... know, you have to work your familial and journalistic uh... tentacles and make that happen. Uh... I will work my journalistic tentacles. <laughs> journalistic tentacles sounds very anti Semitic. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm picking that up. <laughs> your globalist cloyeka. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I'll work. On, I'll make. I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. Well. Sorry, you were wanna, you were uh, cracking uh, open a blessing. Yeah, I was trying to get into the trance state. Um, everyone who's listening, everyone who cares, I hope that you know, uh, all you guys have a, a solid enough medical background, uh, or people around you with a medical background that you don't have to spend a thousand dollars to learn that you had a little ouchy boo-boo and it's just it'll be fine in a couple days and i hope that uh you know uh if you get sick i hope it's not a big deal um everybody stay safe keep um, wearing a mask keep keep wearing a mask keep a couple doves on you just in case you know keep that i keep that mother dove on me i mean yeah. they're small enough to fit in a pocket if you have a large pocket so just you know be ready uh, hiss up is cheap, you know, stock up on that, uh, graphics cards are, are going to be expensive for a long time now, and hard drives, yikes, we'll see how the economy comes back, so, everybody, <laughs> but, it, but the price of hiss up don't change, <laughs> I'm bullish on hiss up, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's, one word, hiss that's, up. that's my blessing to you guys, it's just, you know, I I promise I promise you personally that we'll get through this. And I'm not talking about any of the things going on in the world. I'm talking about the book of Leviticus. We'll get through <laughs> We will get through this. And you'll listen and you know what? Maybe you'll learn something along the way. Maybe it's not about the uh maybe it's not so much about the boils we have on our head and the sh- eyebrows we have to shave. Maybe it's more about the spirit of what the book can teach us. The boils of friendship. Maybe friends. Maybe the real boil was the friends we made along the way. Hey. Also, shout out to Rachel Milan who started to give us five bucks a month. Um, thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel. Um, and I, that's a reminder: like the podcast, subscribe, to like it. it, sit there and like it. I want you to like it. 
Uh, yeah, you know, uh, write us a review, a if good one. If it's good enough for Rachel, why the fuck aren't you doing it? Okay? Yeah, yeah Rachel, just uh, Rachel's us- lovely. I remember. No, yeah, Rachel's great. Um, and so are you. Thanks for listening. Send us to your friends, unless it's Rachel, because she already listens. Weren't you? She'll listening? be she'll be annoyed. She'll be like. Ah, come on, I already know about Yeah, she'll be like, oh, cool, but don't clutter up her uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inbox. You know, tell your friends about it so she knows that she's a trendsetter, not that you have to constantly bug her about being a trendsetter. Yeah. Also, I get to play my first show for uh, in a year and a bunch of months on Saturday, and I'm very, or I guess oh. by this time it'll already happen. And just as a quick shout out, our, our roommate and my friend Nate, uh, is by the time this comes out, we'll have released his uh, uh, debut album, some really great hip hop, and I would encourage you all to listen to it. Um, and I did all the mixing on What's it. What's the artist name? Resonate. That's spelled R E Z I N, and the number eight. I got my letters. Oh, I just got. I've seen that combination of letters and numbers so many times, and I just got it. Like resonate, like well, to, to resonate with something. Then I guess. It's, yeah, man, you got I guess it. It's all right, don't stop being Jewish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we closed <laughs> it. Yeah, cut the fucking thing. Don't stop being Jewish. We'll see you all next time. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.